Good morning, podcast family. It is 5.40 in the morning, 28 degrees in upstate Pennsylvania. And you are listening again to the most random podcast, WalkCast in the Universe. WalkCast.com costs 20 uh, $2,800 on Namecheap. It's a premium domain. So if you, uh, if you want to buy that domain, but you don't, I'm not going to even ask you. <clears throat> so what are we going to talk about today? We're missing our host, the chicken jar. So we're going to have to swing it alone. Let's try and... You know why I have all these long pauses when I first start my podcast? It's because I haven't drunk enough coffee yet. Mmm. The first sip of the morning. Get your coffee juices flowing. And we have coffee in the bunker. So that's awesome. We're slowly getting civilized there now. We got water, heat, coffee, electricity. Yesterday we had a power outage in the morning at the main house. The whole block was turned off. And they had to uh, replace the transformer, it seems. I guess we had uh, too much wattage going into our cottage, as Mr. Bamrose would say. I had some weird dreams yesterday. Yeah, this election thing is turning into a real drama. And uh, Tim Pool is a great cover. He's doing a great coverage of it. He said that he is now classified as anti-woke. podcast is still classified as marginal noise. But we'll get there eventually. We're not giving up just yet, kids. Now, uh, on Telegram, I, I found this artist, Dr. Max Stone. He's writing anti-COVID songs, rap songs. And he said I could use some of his work on this uh, podcast. So I've just been listening to it. It's pretty hilarious. And um, we're going to uh, throw a clip in here, I think, today. He's like, no mask, no vaccine. That's one of his songs. And he's like rapping about conspiracy theories about the airplane that went down and the nanobots. Well, you won't hear me talking about the nanobots except in joke. 
but we know about them. The possibility. Hey, viruses are nanobots in the end. Biological ones. <clears throat> How's that cough? Is that a COVID cough? What does the AI say? You should censor all your coughs now. So, well, we're just going to do a little bit of a rundown in the beginning, like always. I have been so busy with work, but, um, okay, I can tell you something about work. I mentioned this plant UML last time, Unified Modeling Language. And the Unified Modeling Language is a visual representation of models, um, of models, of computing models. And you have different um, elements that you can use. You have software components, you have nodes of processing, you have um, clouds, you have all types of links, you can do classes and subclasses and all that. You can do use cases like this user, this stick figure uses this system as a use case. This interaction. Um, you have sequence diagrams where you can map out who uses what at what time. What so it's like a timing diagram kind of sequence diagram is quite good. And um, you can do all of that in a textual language using ASCII arrows, and you annotate them. You can say the arrow is going up or down or left or right. And then GraphViz is used, which is a graph layout tool from AT&T. GraphViz is used to lay out the charts and produce UML diagrams. It's a Java tool. And um, it's also been Dockerized. So you can just download the Docker image and you can use it directly in Docker. And I wrote a simple make file that will look for changes in the sources and produce SVG files and, and copy them to S3. And S3 can host images that are SVG, that are linked. And you can... Um, click on the links inside of the diagrams and follow them to wiki pages. So I made it interactive with landing pages in the wiki. And the wiki can contain more images that you can then click on. So it's quite fun. And uh, I wanted to uh, show that I could do some documentation that's pretty and compelling. 
as a demonstration. Propane smell, oh my god. So, uh, we could also create a diagram using GraphViz for this podcast. We talked about using a note or a notation. I did some diagrams. Maybe I should do some more. Today we're really running out of time. It's already late. Almost six o'clock when we're starting this thing. I really slept in. <clears throat> so we're just going to walk over there, get some work done. And I think my dad's going to come today and uh, help me cart some stuff off. So this will be a one-part episode of 45 minutes, and that's it. But what won't I do for my loyal fans? Walking up a hill here. Sorry, guys. Sound of fracking. Big trucks carrying water back and forth. Well, they should enjoy it while they can, because soon, if Biden wins and he stops all the fracking, this town will be a ghost town. There will be no fracking trucks running through. No more new pickup trucks. No cafes, just desolate meth heads sitting in their trailers, wishing they had a job. So, <clears throat> I mean, he actually said he wants to get rid of fracking, but it's also the question of, does he have control of the Senate? So all eyes are on Georgia right now, and all eyes are on these voting machines, and people are going crazy about these voting machines. I listened to some clips from Mark Levin yesterday. Mark Levin! Um, And he was going off about the voting machines that they just implemented. They really don't have the experience with these machines. And the original company was from Venezuela. I mean, there's some really weird stuff going on. I don't know. 
Okay, we're off the main road. <clears throat> I'm not qualified to talk about these things, but uh, I can't point them out. Um, See, the whole, um, the whole mindset's very interesting, and I can explain that, maybe. So, from a, um, when I lived in Germany, I used to look at George Bush, and he was so bad. And I guess also, people looking at Trump as like the same thing, like just this bad person. And they have this list of all these horrible things about him. True or not true. And they're like, okay, finally he's gone. Finally America has someone who's decent and respectable. And for the Germans, for the Europeans, decency is the ultimate thing. Because decency goes over freedom. And Trump is definitely... Um, indecent, you know, he is, uh, not following the conventions and norms, which upsets people greatly, among other things, <clears throat> besides all the other negative things that I don't even need to tell you about. So from a perspective of an American, though, um... Donald Trump is fighting against the globalist efforts to destroy America, you see. Real or imagined. Real or imagined. But now, even what Joe Biden is talking about is a countrywide mask mandate, for example. And that's going to go down like a lead balloon around here. And people have already said that they're not going to recognize Joe Biden as a president, and they're going to ignore his orders <clears throat> as illegitimate or nullify them. So it's going to be A very interesting time. For me, for one, I'm going to keep my head down and keep on working on my bunker. That's all I can say. I want to be ready to have a place to hide for me and my family when this stuff gets crazy. And I'm less afraid of the red state than I am of the blue state. <clears throat> In general, the people here have been very polite 
and they've left me alone, and no one's up in my face. In New Jersey, people get in your face, they invade your space, they tell you to pull up your mask, sir, and that never happened here. And um, it generally, they cause discomfort. And um, you know, I enjoy not being subjected to people up in my face. So you could say that they have decency and politeness more than in New Jersey. Because they leave you alone and they say hello to you. And they treat you with dignity. So that's um, pretty good, I'd say. And you don't have to have the newest clothes on either. Um, they don't look at you that funny. But they do look at my Kansas sweater pretty funny though, let me tell you that. That kind of stands out, I think. My Jayhawk uh, sweatshirt. All right. We are getting deep into the mind of random, aren't we? Just letting it out. Floodgates are opened. Let's check our messages, see if anyone's going to join our stream this morning. Got no podcaster. <clears throat> Looks like it's just you and me again. Back to the grind. Back to the same old, same old. Let's see if we can get through this <clears throat> construction site this morning. Look at that, they even covered, they even made a little pallet bridge for people to walk over. Oh, that's very nice of them. All right, that's very kind of you. Imagine if they left a big gaping hole, like they would in some places I won't mention. Okay, past the obstacle course. You could probably tell exactly where I am based upon my progress on this podcast. <clears throat> not practicing the best operational security. 
not taking a different path every day. There's not so many different paths I could take. Shit, I forgot my safety vest again. So stupid. My talisman of safety. Well, there's no cars here anyway, so. man of safety, I have my McDonald's cup, which shows that I'm a member of polite society, supporting global consumerism, so they don't think I'm that much of a loser. Yeah, this whole cleanup job has been really taking quite some time. But we're really getting into the um <clears throat> the final stages. I think today I will have gone through and sorted all the bins at least once. And I got some serious heavy motors that my dad collected. Like massive motors that are weigh like 20 pounds each. Lots of metal. We're going to see what we're going to do with some of these things. <clears throat> Could use them as generators. Or as windmills or water power. There's a stream. I suppose we could put something floating in the river that would bob up and down. And that could drive some kind of generator, just a bobbing thing. <clears throat> I don't know. We got bicycle parts. I got all types of hinges. L. Little metal L's. It's just crazy what people make out of uh, steel and iron and copper. Got tons of copper pipes. Plastic pipes. Tons and tons of solder. 
like five soldering guns, at least, glue guns. And the nice thing is I have a Raspberry Pi and have some connectors on that. And that can be used to drive relays. And those relays can be used to drive power to things. And I think you need to have the right size of a relay. The relay is like a water gate. But it can only let so much water through, so much voltage. So if you want to drive a big motor, I think you need a bigger relay. the power will actually go through it so it has to be able to handle the current we'll have to look at those um, specs <clears throat> got switches relays a switch driven by power just like a transistor is so you got switching logic on or off power states And those can be turned on and off by sending power or removing power to a uh, pin. And the Arduino or Raspberry Pi has the GPIO pins. You could set. And I think they're like standard 5 volts or something. You could set power to them. suppose those could then turn on a relay and that could then turn on a bigger relay I guess you could chain them together I need to research into that but theoretically we could drive these huge motors using a tiny Raspberry Pi or Arduino chip We want sensors. We got microphones. We have light switches. I found this really cool light switch. We got phones ringing. Let's see if this recording started again automatically. And it did. Chicken Jar says he's out to buy a bike. <clears throat> That's fine. So, uh, we have all these different sensors. We have um, light switches, we have different security cameras. I mean, even just video cameras. We got webcams we can hook up to the Raspberry Pi. I've got this nano this onboard graphic chip we could use for doing recognition. I even found a uh, NVIDIA card. I found some NVIDIA cards. I wonder 
which ones can be used for what. Hold on. guys and that is the end of our podcast here as well and I hope you all have a great day yeah we're still recording it'll be a short one but uh, yeah I gotta go got phone calls I got people it's gotta start my day now see ya